This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture, for week ending Friday the 3rd of December 2021, presented to you this week by Fay Lee. I am a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Let's start with wheat. Wheat markets have endured a volatile week of trading, as traders and speculators reacted to the uncertainty of the latest COVID-19 variant Omicron and what it might bring. Having peaked at nine-year highs last week, Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures lost over 10% of their value by close of business on Tuesday. This was due to a wave of panic selling, which caused prices to tumble. European wheat futures made similar losses from their record highs last week. However, the tight world wheat balance sheet and the availability of milling wheat from the world's major wheat exporters remain a concern. The lower wheat prices led to several of the world's major importers issuing fresh wheat tenders, the most significant of these from Egypt. Egypt bought 600,000 tonnes, including 240,000 tonnes from Russia and 240,000 tonnes from Romania, the final 120,000 tonnes it purchased from Ukraine. Prices ranged from $376 to $379 per tonne, including freight for January delivery and on average represented a $6 per tonne increase in price over the solitary cargo Egypt bought from Romania on the 17th of November. Turkey, Tunisia and Jordan were among other countries that bought wheat, and there were reports that China had bought from Australia. Saudi Arabia is looking for offers of over 500,000 tonnes of wheat for May and July, which has added to the extensive wheat buying interest that helped markets recover half their losses by the end of the week. The Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Sciences has updated its latest crop production estimates and foresees Australia producing a record wheat crop of 34.4 million tonnes. Favourable growing conditions during October, with mild temperatures and ample rainfall for most of the wheat growing regions, have helped yield potential particularly for Western Australia, which is expected to harvest a record 21.2 million tonnes. On the face of it, this delivers a bearish element for world markets and contributed to some of the market negativity earlier this week. However, heavy November rainfall has delayed harvest and proved damaging for eastern states and parts of southern Australia. New South Wales has seen one of its wettest Novembers on record, which resulted in flooding. This led to some crop losses for growers and a loss of crop quality. The loss of quality, despite the overall expected record wheat crop, further tightens the availability of bread wheat supplies for the world's major importers and maintains a bullish outlook. One of the primary wheat price drivers last season came from the influence of failing corn production in South America amidst strengthening Chinese import demand. However, analysts' expectations remain high for this season's production prospects. For Argentina, the Buenos Aires Grains Exchange sees the corn area expanding to 7.3 million hectares following beneficial rainfall, and it predicts a potential record crop of 55 million tonnes. Prospects for Brazil are also upbeat, with private analysts seeing an expanded drilled area, leading to the potential of the country producing 120.1 million tonnes. 
Last season, the late drilled second crop, which was late due to the delayed soybean harvest, suffered from poor establishment, drought and then frost damage. This led to the overall crop falling to 86 million tonnes. The prevailing La Nina weather phenomenon, however, remains a threat to crops during the Southern Hemisphere summer, which lasts from January through to March. Moving on to barley now. UK feed barley values have not mirrored the volatility seen in the wheat markets over the last seven days. Instead, as wheat values fell over the first five days of the week due to the rising cases of the Omicron variant of COVID-19, barley narrowed its discount to wheat to as little as £4 per tonne in some areas. However, that discount has once again widened, with wheat markets rebounding higher yesterday, in particular, from the lows of the week. Even at smaller discounts, barley remains competitive in the feed ration, as the cost of imported products remains high, although margins are under pressure in several livestock sectors due to the rising feed and input costs. Feed demand will be watched closely into the new year. Malting premiums remain attractive for growers heading into the new year, as the UK continues to ship its malting barley surplus to the EU. New restrictions on movement and social gatherings across Europe to combat the spread of the Omicron variant do pose a risk to human and industrial demand of malting barley. However, for now, the tight global balance sheet is keeping values underpinned. Frontier has a range of malting barley contracts to offer for both crop 2021 and 2022. Please speak to your local farm trader to discuss details. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with oilseed rape this week. This week, news of the Omicron variant again weighed in heavily on oilseeds markets with end users, in particular biodiesel producers, assuming the worst and anticipating lockdowns reducing demand. On Tuesday the 30th of November, the rapeseed market reached lows not seen since the middle of October, around £55 per tonne off the elevated levels seen just two weeks prior. Since the lows, rapeseed and the wider oilseeds market have staged a strong recovery, but further negative news on the new COVID-19 variant could send things plummeting again. Earlier in the week, the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Sciences released a record crop number of 5.7 million tonnes for Australia. This added to the weakness in the market at the start of the week. As the trade accounts for more seed availability in the market, much of which is destined to flow into the EU, the overriding question is, when will this supply be able to make it into the European market? With many commodities fighting for access to Australian ports, swift trade into the EU is proving problematic. Moving on to pulses now. Dwindling supplies of human consumption beans and continued demand from Egypt has maintained the upward value of the best quality food beans. Currently, premiums of food over feed values are running at £60 per tonne. However, this is unlikely to be maintained, as it is only a matter of time before the first cargoes of Australian beans start arriving in Egypt. Additionally, with Australia having higher quality than achieved in the UK, buyer's preference remains with the Australian supply. Despite the recent fall and then rise in wheat markets, feed bean values have hardly changed over the past week. There is no new demand in the UK, 
and European buyers are reluctant to pay any more than current values. With over 100,000 tonnes of feed still to trade, it's unlikely that there will be any significant upward moves in feed values. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. This week has been quieter on the news front in regards to urea, with limited cargoes being traded for smaller origins, such as Turkey, New Zealand and Taiwan. India's next tender is due imminently, and it's thought it has 1.2 million tonnes of product yet to buy pre-February. This will no doubt add some buoyancy back into the market once pricing is offered. Urea values are currently trading at $950 per tonne freight on board from Egypt. Russia has indicated it will only allow 744,000 tonnes of ammonium nitrate to be exported from 1st of December until 31st of May. This is half the volume traded in the same period in the 2020 to 2021 season and demonstrates the ongoing tightness in the market. Sales have been made this week at $770 per tonne freight on board ex-Baltic, which is $70 per tonne up on previous offers. What does this mean for the UK market? Stronger domestic and imported ammonium nitrate values will remain for the course of the season, and shortness of supply will start to show come the new year, once existing cargoes are traded out. UK liquid nitrogen sulphur markets remain on a price-on-application basis. It is important to bear in mind that logistics around liquid fertiliser mean that holding out of the market may result in lack of supply for crops once product is required. Please liaise with your local Frontier contact in regards to any product required. Both phosphates and potash markets remain firm, with further price rises on the horizon. Current deliveries are proving to be troublesome, with lack of product at many UK ports and November and December sales may roll through to January. This can only further impede a timely execution of sales pre-spring, and further demonstrates that growers should act now to ensure that autumn-sown crops are given the required nutrition at the right time. This was Frontrunner for week ending 3rd of December 2021. If you'd like advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly, or speak to your local Frontier farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live market pricing and online grain trading in the MyFarm farm management platform.